0: My name is Nikia wataka and I am the owner and CEO, event coordinator for VA World Conference. And this is your virtual reality interview series. And today we are speaking with Ms. Shanae Barnes. How are you today, Shanae? Hi, hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm itchy, but I'm here. <laughs> as we all know, as virtual assistants, we roll with the flow sometimes. And I have not been feeling well this week, but you know, things still need to get done. So I'm I'm rolling with it. So we are coming to you from my bedroom. Hey, whatever works, right? Yes, whatever works. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Okay. Well, I am Shaunee Barnes. I am the virtual business collaborator uh, with Call Your Admin. Uh, we have several subsidiaries. Um, call your Riva, where we work with our real estate agents as well as call your MBA, call your medical virtual assistant. I do medical billing, which I've been stressing on today. <laughs> um, so um, that's basically me. I'm a mother of three kids and just trying to, you know, keep this thing going.
0: No, it, it can be hard. It can be hard. So I know you. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert. I know. Isn't it hard being a business owner when you're an introvert? It
1: is, because you're trying to find a way to sell yourself when you really don't know how to sell yourself because you're so, I don't want you to know me. Leave no. me alone. I don't want to be the face. I do want to am yeah, behind the scenes. I'm stay back here, but as a business owner, I kind of have to come out of my shell and step forward like doing this.
0: And now I have a brand shoot next week. So I was consulting with the, the cleaners today to get my outfit pressed and, you know, the photographer to figure out what, what things we were going to use.
1: So yeah, being the face of your brand is important, but it is annoying. It is. I'm like, okay, I got to get away. I got to get away.
0: got <laughs> to build that, that getaway time in. Yeah. How you first decide or hear about being virtual assistant?
1: So I was on a networking event online and they were talking about finding your purpose and making money and becoming a business owner. And I always knew I wanted to be a business owner. I just didn't know how or what I would do. I tried, you know, selling products like sole purpose and all this stuff. And I'm like, Again, the introvert, how am I gonna do this? I can't do this. <laughs> you know, I have to go out, you have to go outside to your friends. And I wasn't trying to do that. So um I was on this thing and um I I think I posted something saying, well, I don't know how I can start something, you know, I'm a single mom and at that time, 10 years ago, my kids were like six and ten. And I had just lost two jobs from having between me being ill because I was diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia and then having two kids with ADHD that didn't know how to act in school because they were bored. I lost two jobs and I'm like, I need something, but I don't know what to do. And this young lady, Tysheena Davis, I love her. um, She, um, we just started a conversation. We took it offline and she was like, tell me about your skills. And I told her, you know, I've been working in um, office administration for over 20 years. I've done medical for the last, uh, I think it was like five, four or five years at that point. And she was like, okay. And then she had me do a SWAT and she had me do all this stuff. She helped me come up with a name called your admin. And in twenty January, 2012, I launched I was like, okay, I'm going to do this because I need some way that I can still work and be independent and be able to be free for my children when they decided to show the tails. Oh, believe me. I know that part.
0: <laughs> I had to have the conversation so many times with my boss about whether or not I was going to quit or not because my daughter would just act up so badly. And I felt like the worst parent, because I felt like I was choosing my job, but I felt like I had to choose my job because I needed to be responsible to pay for the stuff that she was going to mess up because she was being bad. Right. And so it, it is, it, I so resonate with your story of, you know, when they're going to act up, what you going to do? You got to go. Yeah. You know, the teacher would call like twice a day and, and my boss would be like, just go. And, and, you know, I I was blessed because I had graceful bosses who did not fire me. So I was grateful for that. But just, I mean, I don't know what I would have done if I had gotten fired. I really don't know what I would have done. So definitely praise you on on pivoting so well. Definitely praise you on that.
1: Thank you. I mean, I I had no choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it didn't make, I never thought about, you know, back then, which is about 10 years ago now, I had no idea that virtual assisting even existed. And to find out that it's been in existence for at that time, 30 years, mm-hmm. what the heck? I would have mm-hmm. been dead that. I would have been jumped on this ship.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of content yesterday and, and I'm using a storytelling feature. And um, I was saying how, you know, I am this 19 year old single mom. I am the 26-year-old single mom of two. And now I'm the 44-year-old empty nester and 47-year-old entrepreneur. It took me all of that to get to here to say, I could have done this long time ago. (laughs) But people don't know it exists. So tell us something interesting about your business.
1: Well, we are a one-stop shop. I hire on... Um, other people to help fulfill jobs because I believe that you know it gets a little convoluted when you have to have so many different people to pay right so you have your website developer you have your social media person you have your admin person doing your emails and stuff why not just chalk it up and just pay one provider and have all of those so you agency model Yes, So I have the agency model where I subcontract out anything that I can't do or don't want to (laughs) do because I found that there's a lot of things that I can do, but I just don't like doing it and I dread it and it will take forever for me to do it because I don't like to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, I had that experience today, you know, I wasn't feeling well, but I was trying to work and I went to go to this webinar and this dude was so boring and I really wanted to attend the webinar because I really needed what he was teaching, but I literally had to leave the meeting because it's like, I'm going to fall asleep and this doesn't interest me. And I just don't want to do it. So as business owners, I love how we can pivot to,
1: Hey, do you want to do this? Cause I don't. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. So- it's essential. It's like, Hey, And that's why I did the agency model too, because I know like some people, you know, people will sign up with you just because of who you are. Right. So, and that because they want me. it's like, oh, but I really don't want to do your stuff. So, look, this one I do. I have this awesome girl right here. Or, I shouldn't say girl, but I do woman right here you know I have this awesome woman that can do everything and you know I'll be the head that gives everybody the warm and fuzzy and I'm like okay so I can still touch you if I need to okay that's an interesting idea someone asked me today was I willing to
0: grow and I was like yeah but I don't know how I will grow because I work at such a a pace and such a standard that I don't think um I can duplicate it, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, how do I get someone to do things literally or as as closely to how I would do them, so that they get the same experience as working with me. So that's a very interesting way of saying it. Hey, you have the ex, you have the access to me, but I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What is one piece of advice you give to someone starting
1: out as a VA? Um, I. To do what you, what you like, that you don't mind doing repetitively, because Mm -hmm. if you sign somebody up with, for a service that you really don't like, you're not going to give them the best you Mm -hmm. and you want to give them your best. So Mm -hmm. again, this is where you outsource, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, you outsource it.
0: Definitely, cause I I love my social media, but I hate social media. <laughs> and everybody was yeah. like, "Can you do social media?" I sure can, but I don't want to. So yes, definitely knowing your strengths and loving what you do is a great way to stay happy in what you're doing. Yes, what is one of your biggest client
1: pet peeves? Not communicating. Communication is like key. And if I'm asking you for something and you don't respond to me within 24 hours, that's a problem for me because I can't do your work. And the first thing you're going to do is say, well, you didn't didn't respond to my email. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, What is is your workaround for that? Um, Do you say something to them do you give them a certain amount of time and then you'd be like okay this is a warning that you know this contract's not going to continue because we're having communication issues or do you kind of just keep saying it
1: so in the past i stayed now mm-hmm. if it happens if it's to happen now they're going to get that warning mm-hmm. i also let them know in the beginning mm-hmm. i let them know in the beginning i need just like my landlord i need communication Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that's that's something I need so in order for us to work together I need you to respond to me within 24 hours mm-hmm. if I don't hear from you I'm going to give you a call and if I don't get an answer then we're going to have to rethink this you yeah. only get once now okay sometimes that's kind I messed it up and it's it works sometimes okay. I, get, I, I have a client that over communicates. And I actually have to shut my phone off at night now because she wants to call me at seven, eight o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand because I left the, but that was on me too. I left that door open. So setting boundaries.
0: Boundaries are really, really good. So in speaking of boundaries, how do you practice self-care? What is your downtime routine look like?
1: So I just started like really being intentional about it where now all client work, I am done at three o'clock. No matter what, 3 p.m., I'm done. I'm shutting down. I didn't do that today because I had this. But on a regular day, 3 p.m., I shut down. I take an hour to myself to go ahead and fix dinner or do whatever for my kids. And then I work on my own business Mm -hmm. from like four to 6 Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the night is for me and my family. And I don't work weekends.
0: That is great. That is great. Okay, so I am still in the side hustle mode. So I work my full-time job from 6 a.m. to 3 Uh p.m. And then from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., I work client work. Um, On Fridays and Saturday morning are my CEO days for my own business. So I find that it is very important that we find time for client work. In addition to finding time for our own work, because our own business can't run if we don't get our stuff done, too. In addition to finding time for um, ourselves. Oh, yeah, that's
1: very important, because I I was experiencing burnout, Mm. and I was like, I need a vacation. And that's the other thing, as a business owner, you feel like you can't take a vacation.
0: No, I had that conversation yesterday. Someone was like, they were going to Hawaii for 17 days, and I was like, oh, my God, I wish. But it's like as a business owner, when you're first starting out, and no, I'm not first starting out, but when you're first starting out, like, are you successful enough to say take a 10 day vacation? Or are you supposed to be in the hustle until a certain period? So I'm I'm still figuring that part out. But I do have it set for Alexa to remind me to leave my office at 7:30. Um, my phone goes on do not disturb automatically at eight o'clock so it does not give me notifications or phone calls it doesn't even light up and then i leave it in the office until the morning so no one can reach me unless they come to my house
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and i have two phones but i messed up and my like my family also has both numbers just in case because i am hard of hearing too and sometimes i can hear my note my samsung better than the iphone Mm I had the iPhone for the kids. Um, So I had to set it to favorites and yeah, I have to make sure I, I have to change the time because the time was 9. PM and then only my family, I'm going to have to change it. (laughs) So I don't get that client call, but even I found, even when I took off for my birthday for my clients for a week, I still went in and did work. I was like, I think, that's, I, stop
0: that. Yeah, I think that's one of the things about loving what you do. Sometimes you find yourself doing it when you're not supposed to be doing it. I ran down a rabbit hole the other day. This client gave me a list of projects for the year, mind you. And I sat there and I got so excited with the prospect of working on a website and building a radio show and, and doing all these things that I did like half the whole year's list. And then I had to stop myself. I'm like, oh my God. I have been working on this all day long and
1: I got other things to do. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. We really have to be so right. It's like, you know, when your kids go away and you're you're childless and you're like, well, dang, what am I supposed to do now? And so of course my mind goes, oh, I have work I can do. Or it's like, no, I shouldn't <laughs> be doing work. I need to step away. And I said next time I'm just gonna have to leave my laptop. I'm gonna have to leave all electronics and just go.
0: <laughs> so I know that you're in Maryland, right? Uh, DC. DC. Are you still doing the restaurant week?
1: Um, I haven't gone because of COVID. Okay. But COVID's getting better. It, it is, but, you know, I had COVID last year. Me too, too. And I was in the hospital twice. And by the time I got out for the second time, My son was going in. So I'm really scared. I mean, I I did good going down to Georgia a couple weeks ago. And I went out and I was like, okay. And then, of course, I went and took my at-home test to make sure I didn't catch COVID again. It was very scary. It was very scary. I was sick. Yeah, I mean, like. Literally, had I not gone gone to the doc to the emergency room the day that I did, I might not have woken up. Mm-hmm. And it was my sister crying. She was just getting released from the hospital. And she was crying. And she was like, Daddy, please go get her and take her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to come to find out I had a blood clot right on my lung.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, that lung situation was crazy. I have two inhalers now, and I've never had asthma.
1: Uh, yeah. I and I have asthma. So mm-hmm. it, it was tar- so I'm not trying to play like my son is still homeschooled mm-hmm.
0: right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working from home for work. My boss asked me the other day, when are you coming back to work? I'm like, I'm scared. I still, <laughs> still got to see the doctor on a regular basis. I still got an inhaler. And I can't do that mask all day long in the office. So I'm 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 gonna work it for here right now.
1: Yeah, and another reason why I love my business.
0: I know. know. Okay. So what are you most excited about? What do you have going on in your business that you're excited about?
1: I am excited that I am about to launch Purple Butterfly International, which is my coaching mentoring piece um, for um, people that are in the service industry. I just had a talk with uh, a young lady and I was like, I don't want to need you down. I just want to, you know, do all businesses because all, I tend to mentor my, uh, my clients, right? And like, oh, wait, no, you need to change your business structure. You need to do this. You should do this. So she was like, no. And I was like, yeah. And so she was like, no, I'm hearing you say. And I was like, oh, right, I'm saying that. No. So I will be mentoring um, service-based business owners with getting their structure and stuff together and funnel them in to call your admin for you know, the things that they need help with to, you know, with their automation and everything else. So.
0: That is super exciting. It seems like all of us are going into that mentoring coaching type of space. That is so amazing. So it friendly. is.
1: It's like, you know, when I first started, right, even when you started, you know, we all in these, all these groups. And then you get to the, you know, these groups where they're saying they're coaching and mentoring, and they're like four thousand nine hundred ninety-seven dollars. And I'm like, for what? No. And you get me on this call, this free call, and you're telling me everything that I've just seen in the group. Mm-hmm to get me to sign up for you to be my coach. And you're trying to teach me how to be 10K VA when your 10K is coming from you selling these classes. No, no, I don't, that that doesn't compute to me. And I've wasted, I've never spent that much, but I wasted so much money trying to follow all these other VAs thinking that they were gonna show me the way when the way is within me, I already have what I need to do what I need to do. That is so true. A... <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, I may need help with, you know, you know, in the beginning, how to automate and how to get my business flowing. Mm-hmm. But the str- the doing the work, I didn't need a VA to tell me how to do the work. Mm-hmm. I knew how to do the work. I've been working in the, in the field for 20 years. Yes. So, you know, talking about business structure you know these things that these people are not talking about right your business structure registering your business Mm -hmm. I mean I didn't register my business until last year really or the year before the year before yes because Mm -hmm. I didn't know I had to
0: yeah my city told me I had to and everybody was like why do you have a city license I was like because every business in the city gotta have one But a lot of people don't feel like they need to register their VA business. And I'm like, they might come back and get you on that. You need to make sure that you are following all the legal requirements from the government to the state, to the local.
1: Yeah. And then you have people, I found that people are charging people $300 to get their EIN. What the heck for? It's free. It takes five seconds. So you know what I'm doing? Here's the website. Go in there. Make sure you use your business name, not your name, and get your EIN and print it. Yes, that's printed. it.
0: I have mine printed and saved on my computer.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's printed. like what? What you're paying three hundred for what? It's just like these people going to Rocket Lawyer to mm-hmm. fill out. Yeah. The oh, articles of incorporation is
0: by The LLC thing is really a racket. Because, I mean, I paid $50 on my state corporate commission site and had my articles of incorporation and everything within five minutes. Right. But, you know, come on, people.
1: Yeah, so that's I want to help people avoid that part, mm-hmm. right? And then helping them with the flow of their business, because a lot of people don't know that. I mean, I, I have people right now that I'm working with who have been in business for six to 10 years and don't have everything set up appropriately. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing that for them. So why not help the, you know, help others to do it. It's a three month program, like three months. I give you action steps. We meet every two weeks. And you do the action steps and keep it moving.
0: So is this nationwide or is this just local?
1: I'm going to do nationwide.
0: So if I know someone that needs their stuff set
1: up, I know what to go and do
0: now.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll be having my website and everything will be up in the next couple of weeks.
0: Cool. So, okay. Let's end this on a good note. What is one thing that you didn't expect in business? Say that one more time. What is one thing that you did not expect in business?
1: One thing I did not expect in business, I did not expect to have to, which is strange, sell myself. Mm -hmm. I thought that just me being me would be enough Mm -hmm. and word of mouth would go, but no, you really have to sell Mm -hmm. yourself and you have to come out of yourself. And as an introvert, you know it it can be difficult Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of practice and And even I'm getting like I'm fluttering and I'm like do I really want to do this (laughs) but I just feel like when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's saying this is what you need to be doing you know that's what you need to go ahead and do that's great and I've been told this like over the years that I need to do this and I'm like yeah 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 and I'll start and then I put it down but it came back again in the dream this time and I woke up out of my sleep so I can't worry about what whoever else is doing it I have to just
0: as someone recently told me everyone is doing the exact same thing you put your own spin on it and there's enough money for all of us
1: and there is so let's all get this money that's right let's get it because it's out here it is so
0: that concludes our
1: interview see I told you it was painless I know you know not introvert
0: (laughs) so thank you everyone for listening um this is going to be up really really soon and thank you Shanae, again because I know you hate doing these things but it's so important
1: no, can- it's okay you know what it's bringing me even more out my show this yeah. is my second one second interview i've done because i've been nervous so okay i'm gonna get it together thank you Nakia, for having me there i appreciate Thank it. you for coming <laughs> all right y'all take care see you later